lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny. Your horribly horse horse. Triple H. But then you, <coughs> you use the same word twice. I did not. Because to be horse, as in my voice, is H-O-A-R-S-E. It sounds the same. Sorry. They're uh, homophones. I believe you. How are you doing, Danny, besides being horse? Um, I am okay. I'm going to apologize now, guys, because if you've listened to us for any extent of time, uh, I'm the sickly one in this relationship. I'm usually the one who's got a cold, has got a stomach bug, got something going on with them. And today, this episode is no different. Um, <coughs> you're going to hear that a lot, and I apologize. But, um, you know, things happen, and I got sick. Uh, as long as you're not sick for the live show, otherwise I'm going to dock your pay. How do you take nothing from a net zero? Not the doc you pay. Okay. Well, my goal is to not sound like this on uh, Sunday for the live show. I'm doing what I can. I have my vitamins and my orange juice right in front of me. Got a pack of cold medicine next to me that I'm going to take. And hopefully I can, uh, you know, I will be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed by the weekend because that would suck. But I would push through regardless. Otherwise, I would sue you. You would sue me? You can't sue me. I can sue you. For what? Messing up the show. <laughs> you would only you could only do that if I did something on purpose. I didn't purposely get sick. You did, but anyway. Well, welcome to another episode of Lover's Quarrel. This is your first time listening. Welcome. Sorry that this is the one you got to hear. If this is your second time, welcome back. And if it's your third time, you're family. So, um, we're going to go ahead and jump right in. Well, actually, I forgot to ask you, how are you doing? You always forget about me. Shut up. I'm out here living my best life, you know. You calm? Every day above the ground is, you know, <laughs> a good one, so. You calm, you cool, you collected? Sure. So, that's good. I'm glad that you're in the right headspace and all that stuff like that. But, um, you ready to jump into our episode? Let's get it, let's get it on. Well, as always... We got an elevator to catch. Um, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? You can go first. Um, so my elevator talk for this week is going up. Um, so I had a meeting after work today with a very important person in the district. And <coughs> I... I really feel like the meeting went well. It wasn't a job interview or anything like that, but it was a sit down for me to kind of pick the brain and uh, talk to this person about what their department does because I'm really interested in the work that is going on outside of my own classroom um, and how I could kind of be a part of it. And it was just a really good conversation. I think it went well. I, I think that it could lead to opening doors or new opportunities for me, which is something that my app, The Pattern, said would happen. Um, and I don't know, babe, do you have the app, The Pattern? No. Oh, you should get it. 
because <clears throat> basically it is kind of it. it's yeah. kind of like uh like astrology but like heightened kind of because it gives like very nuanced and specific feedback but you also have to put in like not only just your date of birth but like your time of birth oh that's the reason why you asked me my time of birth yes because i looked up to see my my compatibility like my partnership ups and downs with you mm. it actually says some like real like good shit um and but the but i happened to get a notification today from the pattern it was talking about seeing your destiny and I knew that this meeting was kind of, could have, you know, I was really excited about this meeting because I just wanted to kind of get in front of uh, this person and just kind of be able to have for her to put a name to a face kind of thing or a face to a name. And when the pattern pulled up, it was talking about seeing your destiny. And this is what it said. It said, a door has opened for you. What happens now? <coughs> Sorry, guys. What happens now is significant, but you could miss the moment if you're not paying attention. The destiny of all humanity is aligning with your individual destiny and the person you came here to become. What happens now is like a glimpse of what's possible for your life. It's a portal to your, into your future, so take notice of the people, the opportunities, gut feelings, and synchronicities that happen right now. They're all incredibly relevant. At other times, these situations could be meaningless, but now change the, these moments to but now these moments could potentially change your life. So I had this kind of like semi, like not, I won't even say semi, it was important to me. So the meeting was important to me. And then I see this thing like on the pattern about like seeing my destiny and how like, you know, things are lining up for me. I don't know how much people buy buy into that, but it all seemed very, seemed very kismet. So, and I felt like the meeting went well. I hope that the person I met with felt the same way. Um, but I left out of here feeling like I made my mark. And there are some things that I can possibly work on coming in the pipeline to kind of help me align myself with them more. So I'm really, really excited about that. And that is my elevator for the week. Very nice. Thank you. I do what I can. So I'm going to stay up. Okay. I've been down for like the last three weeks. You've we can't. definitely been a buzzkill. We can't keep that up. Um, at work, I'm learning a new system, and that's pretty cool. And you know, okay, uh, got to speak to some of my line brothers today. Oh, how many of them? I spoke to all four of them. Really, that's like a record for one day. Uh, yeah, for one day, I guess. I feel like you should be facetious, but I'm not. Whatever. You usually talk to like, I mean, just like I talk to. Some of my line sisters, like, daily, and some of them I talk to them, like, weekly, bi-weekly, and others I talk to, like, once a month or something. I don't know. So, I thought, you know, that, that was cool, but just, you know, the fact that I'm learning something new um, work-wise, and it's, like, it's not, like, a new phone system or, you know, I kind of had, like, a moment, like, oh, shit, I'm doing something different, mm -hmm. you know? Five o'clock hit, and I still had like phone calls and stuff. I still had like things, things that I had do. to do, and it was just like not being on the phone. Yeah. Well, I mean, I still have to make phone calls and speak to people, but it's not like it's not your bread and butter. No, not that it's not. Well, yeah, it's not that too, but I'm saying it's not like a call center. Like a call yeah. center, you know, calls are going to come through. 
regardless. This I don't know. I just feel like you're actually dialing people you want to talk to, or you're or I'm, I'm dialing you. people that I need to talk to. Mm-hmm. Not it's as pertain. opposed to I'm just the next person up online. So mm-hmm. you're not at like a a number in a queue. Exactly. Well, that makes sense, and that's good. I'm glad that like you're still excited about your new job. Like, yeah, I mean. I've always tried to remain positive regardless. Like when I wasn't happy, I still try to remain happy, if that makes sense. Because I feel like... You did try, yes. The energy you put out was the energy you get. So Agreed. I feel like if, although I hated my job, if I really put that energy out there, I would have gotten it even worse. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. With that, I yield. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's so professional. Um, well, now that we are going to step off of this elevator, um, we can switch gears to our tip of the relationship tip of the week. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start this one since I figured you were going to defer to me anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and my relationship tip of the week is... Entertain the idiosyncrasies of your partner or your friend. Um, We all are relatively normal people, but even the most normal person has their little peculiar behaviors or acts or interests or things like that. And um, even though it's not necessarily something that you would be interested in or that you would care about, it's important that you kind of like entertain that side of your partner or your friend or whoever to make them feel special, to make them feel heard, to make them feel normalized, whatever you want to call it. But um, it's just really important that you almost to the extent like admire some of the peculiar things about the person, that, especially the person that you lay with. Because give me an example. What do you admire? Hold on, let me back up. Go ahead. So, what 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 exactly is your question? Like, be specific. You said admire like the peculiar peculiar. Oh well, I think things. so. What's a peculiar thing about you I admire? Yeah. Sorry. Um, okay, so like today. So, when T when I got TJ was home when I got home with Tatum, and. At some point, he had made this, like, really bomb dinner last night. And he <laughs> he and I both realized that we really like the Brussels sprouts. So he goes, he decides to, like, drop, stop what he's doing, go back to the store, down the street, and buy, like, a few more boxes of these Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts words. Sorry, y'all. That he and I were, like, fucking up. So I just saw TJ and had a car, like, talked to him for a hot second. But then he calls me, and he's calling me from... Uh, the store and he, it's almost like he has to kind of like talk to me like you have to like talk through your thinking with me when you're on the phone mm-hmm. to figure out what you want from the store and then that's why you ended it and you were like thanks for coming to my TED talk because <clears throat> you were like wandering around and you're just kind of like talking to me but you're not really talking to me you're just kind of it's, it's almost like how you would sound if you were like the voice in your head so that's like 
something peculiar, idiosyncratic that I think that you do because I'm just that person like, okay, I'm at the store. Like I can't even really be on the phone at the store because otherwise I'll get distracted. But you wanna like talk through everything. But I'm trying to admire, or entertain, or work through those um, those things. I got it. That makes sense. Okay, good because I thought I lost you there. Nope. All right. You did. So my tip is relationship base, but is also based off of relationship base as in a couple, but also as like friendships. Okay. Be honest about your feelings. That's pretty. That's pretty straightforward. I appreciate um, it. And you know. Uh, if you're hurt, tell your partner or your friends you're hurt. Um, I had a situation. Oh yes. With my guy Rock. Um, and Hi, Rock. We were able to express our feelings without it uh, messing up our relationship, but also without having uh, without the fear of. Like, I can't say this or, yeah. you know. It was a health. It was a difficult conversation, but it was a healthy one. Yeah. And it's like, and that's, I think that's important because, like, good, real friendships, when people don't agree or when or f- people. Or people don't mis- know. If people don't know or there's a miscommunication or there's feelings involved at any, whatever those feelings may be. Or if we assume or if we, like, expect something. Yeah. So, but like, why you make that face? Because those are like also things too. But I guess ultimately, like the the umbrella, eye concept would be like when somebody when you feel transgressed against and or like you feel like you are um, just like she just gets lost in the in, in in the translation. And I think that like ultimately having the conversation to clear the air to speak directly and explicitly on what it is that you thought you said you felt and then be able to come out stronger and better for it is like a really dope thing so my idea was dope i win oh my gosh <coughs> hey, I'm, I'm, you should try to take over my relationship tip okay Brenda it, as your own so enlighten enlighten us nah, I, I don't, nope, i'm just saying i won i'm too sick to fight with you so i win Sure, you have so again because you play with you're playing against somebody who's on IR. No, who's <laughs> on IR? That was a good reference. Thank you. I pay attention sometimes. Yeah, I I just think life would be easier if we were honest about our feelings. It would always be easier, but yeah, but I'm. It can't always be easier because I mean, it's easier to say people should be honest, but people. We care about people's feelings and we care about what can happen as opposed to let's clear the air and then move forward. People don't like to be vulnerable. They don't want to put themselves out there and then think that they're going to get their heart stepped on or get the, you know, a swift kick in the ass. So, again, I wouldn't. Thank you. <coughs> okay. Did I'm, you not concede because you're I didn't sick concede, on IR? but... I just let you have it. And on that, we'll go to my word of the week. Yes, try to stump me, aka try to stump Danny. Uh, yeah, this is 
This is this should be an easy one. It's winsome. Charming in a childlike or naive way. If you are described as winsome, take it as a compliment. It means you are attractive or charming in an open and delightful way. It doesn't mean you win some and you lose some. That was the joke. Winsome. I think it's W-I-N-S-O-M-E. You got it. Thank you very much. I figured let me get you some easy because, you know, you've been losing a lot. Wow. So. Wow. That's it. Okay. Let's wait for you to mispronounce a word this episode. I can catch you. I've already mispronounced a word earlier. Okay. What do you mean again? I mean, where there's uh, smoke, there's fire. So. And on that note, we're going to take a moment and have a message from our sponsor. Let's do that. Hey, friend, it's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support, unlike your traditional workout gloves, and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor. Go to gainsportsgear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And you, too, can embrace the process by using our code LOVERS10 at Gaines, G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com. And now, back to the episode. And now we are back. That we are. And what I wanted to kind of talk about... It's not necessarily an elevator, but we're we taking it back. We're running it back. It could have been a part of the elevator, but I'm saying I, I wasn't thinking about it for a part of the elevator. But okay. since we went on break, I was like, it crossed we could your talk mind. About it now, okay, I'm listening. I did the 2019 playlist. <coughs> oh, so like the year in review. Did you know? Oh yeah, this is tis the season, right? Yeah, I seen people doing it, so I was like, let me just see. Yeah, and I saw you do it. So I had Y and W Melly. That's my top listen. 20 hours. Desmond Dennis, 15 hours. Drake, 11. Shorty, shorty, 11. You have more Desmond Dennis than Drake. How times have changed. Well, you know, Tatum. Shout out to Desmond Dennis. He is a real one. He is. We might need to interview him. Just We should. Just listen. We need to understand how you be coming with these bops. Because these shit's fire. Ass fire. Children's songs. I'm not going to lie to you. Like It makes listen. I can to listen. Them. Yeah, I can listen to... Cause you know when I drop Tatum off in the morning, she be wanting to listen to her playlist. So I'll be like, sometimes I'll be driving, just let it, cause let the it, shit be rocking. Rock. Like, Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa. Yeah, your voice is terrible right now. I know. I'm really sorry, guys. I hope you're not, it doesn't sound like nails on chalkboard. But this list, like the fact that YNW Melly is my top listen, I know people, cause I posted it on um because he's a murderer. Twitter. I know people probably like this nigga is. TJ's bugging with his playlist. Because he is a murderer. Allegedly. I saw the interview that he did. They asked him about it. That nigga did it. Which interview? It was some interview. I don't know if it was like I'm not going to lie. I do think he did it. I was watching the documentary he of him. He made a and face. And that nigga is. He made a He's bonkers. He was talking about how when he was a child, he used to bring a gun inside his like. Lunchbox. Inside his lunchbox. So he'd be like. he. So he, he made a statement like. 
people thought I was a sweet kid. Little did they know, I used to carry a four or five or some shit like that. I was like, yeah, this nigga's a murderer. But his music be rocking. And Tatum loves mixed personalities. She does, but... So... She does. That's why he's my number one. I just thought it was funny because I... And it, you know, it, it also shows that because my commute used to be so short. Yeah. I, w- I would listen to the same. I, I, so I have a playlist. And anytime, like, new music or shit I like, I just throw it in that playlist. Yes, you So do. I always start with that playlist. And I always go. He's, the, like, the number songs, like, five, to, five through nine uh-huh. are all YMW Melly. So once it hits his songs. And sometimes I go to his song to start start my drive off. So. I can see how it accumulated, but yeah. So who's I did, your top? I did so. My top artist that I listened to, literally Beyonce, Desmond Dennis. Then Beyonce came in second. It was really? by by one hour. By one hour. So, but I have like very little. It's like ten hours, nine hours, because I listen to like the same thing. So, Lil Nas X came in third. That's also due to Tatum. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Jay Z, Lizzo. It's two hours, Childish Gambino, Drake, and that's like kind of it. My number one song for the year is The Itsy Bitsy Spider by Desmond Dennis. Does it show you the number one song? It, yeah, mine broke it down by song. So like my number one song is Itsy Bitsy Spider, then Old Town Road, then Way Up from the Spider-Man soundtrack. Let me see. That's on the playlist? Yeah. Oh, so my number one song. Okay, so I didn't realize that. Number one song was Murder on My Mind. I told you. I you, might be a killer. Yeah, Mixed you, personalities. For real, and then it's Itsy Bitsy Spider. Yeah, yeah, you listen to me music. My number five was Cash It by Megan Thee Stallion. That song is my my jam. Okay. So, so yeah, I just wanted to kind of talk about that. I, th- I I would suggest y'all to go do it if you have Apple Music. Do your replay for 2019 and see what you listen to. Honestly, it makes me want to listen to more music because this ain't it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what happens when a two-year-old rules up your life. So, I mean... It is what it is. It's all good. So now that we are back. Yes, and we've touched on that. Oh, my God. Can you hear my wheezing? Yes. Oh, my God. That is so bad. I'm so sorry, y'all. Listen, I'm... I'll be better by Sunday. Yeah, you're not. I'm docking your pay. Nigga, first of all, applaud me for thugging it out the way I am. I'm still going to work. My kids are like... You went to school regardless. Yo, but shout out to my kids, though, because even though they're like, they're, because this is the most I can talk, <clears throat> I've talked like when I'm at, like during the day, but when I'm at school, it's even worse sometimes. And I legit like had to like write on the whiteboard. Like I used to, I was like writing messages and then I was like having to bang on the desk to get the class's attention. But the good thing is, is that like, my kids, there's enough kids in each class that fuck with me that like they're like, shut up, Miss Pipes, I'm trying to get y'all attention. She said, sit down. She said, do this. So they be kind of regulating on each other for me. So no complaints there. I'm gonna cough now, guys. So that way I'm not continuously wheezing throughout the rest of this episode. So bear with me. <coughs> okay. What do we What do we call this? Ep- do we already call it episode flu game? We have. You want to use a flu game again? I don't know. It's not the flu. But this because, is I mean, a, you're always sick, so. This is like wheezy. Like, I'm just, it's just bad. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So with that, Danny, let's go into this quarrel. Yes. 
So you created it, so. <clears throat> I did. Put the. Uh, give the context. Give the context, and then we can <laughs> do get out. So, uh, you know, when you're in a relationship, you are a unit, and you most times move as such. But there are these, like, one-off occasions sometimes where, like, you might be out and about or you might be somewhere in mixed company, or let's say, or just not just the two of you. And your partner and someone else start to have some type of, like, quarrel or debate or, and, or a flat-out argument. And my thought, my, my quarrel is about whether or not you should... Call your partner out for being wrong. Like, if you see them engaging in some type of discourse or disagreement with someone else, but in your heart of hearts, you think that actually, like, damn, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my husband, my wife is the wrong one in this thing, should you call them out? and sh- Or should you, like, vo- vocalize, like, whether or not you agree with them in that setting? No. I think it depends. So if I'm wrong, you want to call me out in front of people? That's what you're saying, depending on... I think depending well, on what the depend. I think for me, like if it's something like a simple, like a matter of opinion or whatever, or like something that's just like something small, I'm gonna like not necessarily insert myself with it. Like I'm, I'm definitely not the type of person where I'm gonna be like, if I, if I don't think that you're right, but it's not a big deal, I might just stay silent. I'm gonna just mind my business and let you and whoever go back and forth, right? But. I think in certain situations, if I feel like you are, like, aggressively wrong, like, not only are you wrong, but you're loud and wrong, or, like, you're mean and wrong, or it's just, like, it's it's something so fundamental that I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't say something, then I might have to be like, well, or, like, if somebody defers to me, like, if, you know, you would defer to me for, like, support, but I'd be like, well, actually... So-and-so has a point or something like that. I feel like that's that's the case. Like, I mean, but it'd have to be something really big. It'd have to be something really, like... I know, but you're not giving us an example. Okay. Maybe if... I don't know. Like, if you had some type of, like, outlandish stance on, like, abortion or if you were trying to convince somebody that... So if I had an out... Landish, uh idea on abortion. Like, if you were not honestly, like you would if, say I'm wrong. Yeah, like if you. How can my opinion be wrong? I, what I would say is, I'm not saying your opinion would be wrong, but I would say I would not take your side if it is not the opinion or the, the so feeling. You're a traitor that out here. Not a traitor, but I'm not. I'm also not going to abandon my beliefs just to make you feel like you're supported in that moment. Like if you and I don't agree with on something, or if you and another person get into a debate and I side on this other side of the see, I was taking your quarrel in the sense of like I did something wrong. wrong. That too. If you did something wrong, if you call somebody a a a poo poo putt bitch, poo putt bitch, that's the best you came up with. So if I call someone a poo putt bitch, or a fucking whore, or a fucking whore, or and it was with malice, and you were not gonna take my side. That's if, what you're saying. If it if it's like they said that if they said something you didn't agree not, with, and if you're like, see, I don't agree with that. You're a fucking whore, or if you're, I never, I never agreed bitch. with going against someone important to you in front of other people. We can do that at home. 
I can chastise most time, you. Most times, I, I, most no. times, yes. You gotta have a unified. You gotta have a unified front. The world isn't black and white. There's shades of gray. I, I understand that, but I, I'm just saying the way that I live. I'm gonna roll with you regardless. And then when we get in the crib, when we get in that car, yeah, we can have that conversation. We can converse. So there's nothing I could say or do against another person, and you're gonna be like, you know, you just gonna look at if me. If it's a like, serious matter, I, I gotta support you. But what if I'm the wrong? unit doesn't look as strong if if people see things wavering. But then, but if but what if it's something that's so obvious that like if Tatum went to school. And called her teacher a bitch. She would be wrong. She would be wrong. But I'm not going to let the teacher know that she was wrong. I'm going to let the teacher know that she's wrong. Nah. Because Tatum, first of all, you're talking to a teacher. I get that. So, if, if, so, I'm, pre- I'm so saying you're that okay, if, if you're my okay daughter if a called, student calls me a bitch and then the parent comes. justifiable. It's never justifiable. It, no, sometimes it is justifiable. Okay. I just, it, it may not be right. Because it's a child to an adult. But if my child did something that was justifiable but was wrong, I'm not going to let the teacher know in front. No. Me and my, me and my child will have that conversation. And then so, I, would pro- I would probably make her apologize. So even if, if, I, if I did something, if Tatum did something, if the teacher did something to Tatum that prompted her to call the teacher a bitch. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even acknowledge that Tatum to the teacher that Tatum was wrong for calling that teacher a bitch. I would acknowledge. I, I could see saying like. I would say, why did she call called, you a bitch? She, I would no, see. I would say she should have never called you that. But and I, that that part is will be dealt with, and that part is is not acceptable. But I do want to address the 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 things that led up to that moment because I feel like that's. That, well, that's that's two sides of it. I wouldn't also. I also would not have that conversation in front of Tatum because I'm not going to undermine the teacher's authority. Oh yeah, I'm. What I'm saying is that if it if it was us together, that's that's a different. So that's what I'm saying. The unified front is if it's me and Tatum there, I, I have to support her. So you're going you're going to support her, or if I'll she call, her if, she, if she called the teacher a bitch in front of you. No, I'm I, I'm oh. saying like if. It, if y'all sitting there, we came the, in and the parent teacher, and, and, the parent teacher and she said, "Well, Tatum called me a bitch." And then Tatum says, "What?" And Tatum said, "I did." And, and I'm gonna say to the teacher, "What happened? What led to her calling you a bitch?" <coughs> and then what? If That's the, just my but, mind. And so, what if, what if the teacher says something that you feel is like, in your mind, you were like, "Oh, well, she was being a bitch." Would you excuse Tatum calling you calling her a bitch? No, I would tell Tatum that she shouldn't disrespect elders. She should come get me. Then I can call her a bitch. You are something else. I'm just but bringing it back to like couples, though. All right, so couples. My <laughs> thing like, is, if you if you had an argument with somebody and it was like a real argument, real serious, and you were wrong, I'm gonna tell you you were wrong. But I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna say you were wrong in front of somebody else. I'm not gonna embarrass you. So, if I'm gonna ride and die, if I'm standing, if you and I are sitting somewhere and I'm talking about, if I if I say that, I don't know, if I'm trying to argue that the Earth is flat, right? Something that can be proven, right? So it's not an opinion thing. I, okay. But I want to be on some flat Earth bullshit. You gonna just ride with me, even though you know good and well that the Earth is not flat. In front of other people, yes, I'm riding with you. So. 
to me, once we get in that car, I'm be like, Danielle, you know you dumb as shit. Yeah, it's not round. It's, it's not flat. It's round. For me, I feel like if I if I witnessed a couple supporting each other like that. On one side, I can might say, okay, well, I can appreciate the unified front. But on the other hand, I'm be like, me and this woman or me and this man know good and damn well that their partner is full of shit. Yeah, so that still makes so that still makes me look at y'all like y'all are full of shit. You right. So I don't really think it's gonna change the perception. Donald Trump is full of shit, right? Absolutely. And his cabinet rides for him. And they're full of shit. Hey, listen, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that the cabinet goes home and goes speak to their significant others or whomever and be like, This is some bullshit. But they ride. And that's why the country You're is part going of down a sorority. I'm part of a fraternity. When we go out, we represent our organization. And if we're wrong, we're not gonna be like, Yup, they, they were wrong. Uh, not to everybody else. We'll uh-huh. pull our chapter members to the side. I mean, I get it. Like, so that's it. I understand, but and my thing is this: I understand like line business is line business, and that chapter business is chapter business, I'm and Delta saying. business is Delta business. But at the same time, though, I feel like there are very rare occasions where all that stuff has to be put to the side, and right and right is wrong. Right is right, and wrong is wrong. Yeah, but that's why I, that's why I preface if it's something serious, if it's something. I mean, Earth is flat versus round. That's not a serious conversation. I think, I think, I'm saying that if you got into an argument with somebody or, or, or whatever, and you were wrong, you cursed out your best friend. Danielle's wrong, but I'm gonna ride with Danielle because Danielle's my significant other. And then me and you can talk about it later. But I, I, my thing is the loyalty needs needs to be there. I'll say that if I like, if you were to curse at your best friend, then I would say. That would be that would be a situation where I would tell you were wrong behind closed doors. If you started talking about, uh, I don't know, what's something else? Oh, I just had it too. If you were just talking about anything else that was kind of like obvious, like oh, like if you tried to say that you know it's okay for for men to beat on women or something like that, then I'm gonna stop you in your tracks, like regardless of where we are, and be like, no, that's wrong. And I mean, obviously, that's like a very, very extreme scenario, and I acknowledge that. But I'm just trying to think of something where, like, there's like a hard line, and or, and that, that's why we're quarreling because yeah. you, we see like, it two doesn't matter. Things. So it doesn't matter what I say out my mouth. You're not gonna go against me in public, unless you talk to my mother. Oh, yeah. So I gotta talk about your mama to get you to switch scenes. You want to say my father too, because if he listens, he's gonna be like, oh, whatever. So I talk about your parents. Yes. So that's the only time Yola would be like, fuck is you doing? So Danielle, I need to talk to you. <laughs> oh, you're still going to give me the respect of privacy? Listen, we can just agree to disagree on this. I, I, I just think that even if your partner is wrong, you ride with your partner. That's what loyalty is about. Nin- that's like what marriage nine, is about. 99% of the time, yes. But there's there's always... there's. Kobe Bryant was accused of raping a woman. Who's right there? Vanessa. There was because and what, magic. And what, and what magic right, got and, AIDS. And what was right next to her? And what was magic? The bag. Magic was magic and cookie was right there. And what was right I'm next? I'm just to saying her? the bag. All I'm saying is that behind closed doors, I'm pretty sure they got in that ass. I'm pretty sure, but in public, they were a unified front, and that's the loyalty I want. 
Well, when you make enough money, like Kobe and Magic, you'll get that type of loyalty. That's terrible. So you're a gold digger. I'm not a gold digger, but we're, you're not. You're not acknowledging the fact that these women. I mean, granted, you're not their situations, but you're not were, acknowledging that these women also had a. They had they had something invested in being with those men because of their financial. Do you know what, what happens if you divorce in California? You get half. If you, if there's half. no prenup, and half. if you've been together at least ten years, half. That's why Tom Cruise did Nicole Kidman dirty. He divorced her like nine and three quarters of a fucking marriage. All I'm trying to say is, at the end of the day, when you're married. When you really fuck with people, you have a unified front. 99.9% of the time. Yes. There's always something out there where right is right is right and wrong is wrong. All right. Well, I need to make sure that I need to find me someone else who could be loyal. I'm, ev- I'm very loyal. 99.9%. I mean, you could. I need 100. Nothing is foolproof. I need 100. Nothing is foolproof. Says who? Sounds like a quitter. I'm not a quitter, but I there's said, a. Re- I, I, I didn't. All I said was sounds like a quitter. There's always a realization that like things could be, like, somebody could say something that you fundamentally disagree with, or that is fundamentally wrong, and if somebody is like loud and wrong about it, and if they defer to you in the middle midst of this argument, you're See, just gonna be like you're throwing in new parameters that that we didn't talk about before. I'm just thinking of like a scenario, but because you're trying to make your your case sound better. Okay, then what's the problem with that? Because that's bullshit. But it's not. It is. It's not. It really is. The parameters are you going to be loyal, and, and now you're adding stipulations. If on the fifth Wednesday of the month, and this has nothing to do with any of that. You are a hater. I'm not a hater. There's always a. An other, an option, a, a caveat, whatever you want to call it. There's always going to be one. There's always going to be one, even if it's always. one time out of a thousand. Always, is what you're saying. There's going to be a moment. You're saying that it's always, right? <clears throat> there's. I'll say this. There's always the possibility. Okay. There's a possibility. So if I cheat or beat, there's always a possibility. No, there's not. How, how, how not? You just said it's always. I'm talking about always a possibility in this scenario. Oh, um, so... So now we're talking about. Stay focused. This this what's the name? Stay 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 with me. No, here. I, I was just trying to play your game. I I'm, wanted to. I'm losing you. I wanted to go over there. I'm losing you. Whatever. I need you to bring it back in. Whatever. All right. So Danny has my back. Ninety nine point nine percent, depending on what the situation is. Yeah, but if you try to, if you try, if you try to talk, talk much that your that the Earth is flat, then I can't support you, in private or in public. You know, it's better to know how people are going to do you. So now, now you you question my loyalty. I just want I, I just want to even pull you into it. I'm gonna find someone else. Oh my god! You know what? That's when you could pull your mom and your daddy in, right? Mm, I don't have to. I thought they would always support you. My mother definitely will always support me. My father depends because he likes to argue, so he it, it'll become about him and yeah. So fair, okay, but. Is there anything else that you would like to talk about, my good sir? Live show. Guys, guess what? As of this recording, we have officially sold out the live show. We did it, baby. We did. I mean, I feel like that's 
such a major accomplishment. Like, we've had two live shows in two years and two in two different cities. And the number that we set for ourselves, we hit. Like, what more can you ask for? And we really, really want to thank y'all and tell you that we appreciate every single person that paid uh, their money and, you know, is coming out to see us on Sunday. We're going to have a really great show for you guys. We hope that you enjoy it. We're going to be kind of interactive. We're going to do all the staples that you know and love. But, and I'm going to definitely sound better. Let's make sure I start with that. I should have started with that. But, um, yeah, no, I'm just really, really excited. And, I am too. I'm a little and bit re- nervous. And relieved. I'm, nerves I'm are good. Too. Nerves are good. I mean, that's if what they say. They're healthy. That means you know, you're normal. Like New York is a different beast. It is, but at the same time, like we we are of New York, like we're from New York. Okay, I'm just I'm so we, just we expressing have a, we what come, I feel. That's that's it. and that's fair. But we come from the same stock of the. Now people. you want to support me? <laughs> Beat is point nine nine percent. Whatever. Let See me do when, the solo. I, when I try to be transparent, I, I can't be transparent with I'm, you. I'm trying. I to can't be, even trust you. Trying to be vulnerable with a nigga. I can't even trust you. And here he go trying to use my words against I me. Just, I'm just listen. But ultimately, I'm 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 excited um, to be able to hit New York and be able to do it and say we did it. Um, never in my wildest wildest dreams. dreams would I have ever thought that you know we would have a show in New York. Shit, I didn't even think we would have a show. I didn't think we would have a show in, in a live show in Maryland uh-huh. and now in New York. So it's just uh, it's a blessing, and you know, um, I thank God and you know. Shout out to you. Thank you. I thank you, too. You worked really hard, baby. Like, I'm always doing the teacher thing, the mommy things, the doing stuff everywhere else. My brain is always in 8 million directions. Some Some French toast. You want some French toast? The boss has spoken. She's the real uh, MVP of this family. She is. But uh, I think. I mean, honestly, I do it for her, so. What? Make the French toast? No. Talk, we were talking about the show. Come oh. On, stay, in, stay, stay on track. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought... Typically, I would have cut that out, but I'm going to leave it in there. Yes. Because we're human. Um, well, folks, with that being said, this has been yet another episode of Lover's Quarrel. Thank you for suffering through my horrible voice. This episode, I really do appreciate it. You know that... You can find us on social media, on Instagram at Lover's Quarrel Show, on uh, Twitter at Lover's Quarrel 7. And you can always email us your thoughts and concerns and questions and everything in between at show at gmail.com. Guys, we are going to see you this Sunday, and we cannot wait. Um, yeah. Uh, before we close out, thank you again to Oprah Rose. Thank you to Reek. Thank you to my guys from Trinity Media, Rock. Yes. Rome and JB. Hi guys. Um, thank you to my family. Thank you to thank my you family. To your family. Thank you to our friends. Thank you to our lovers. Just thank you to everybody for uh, making this possible and um, our podcast family. Oh shit! Thanks to my cousin George. Thank you, George. Yeah, G Mims. He's gonna be performing, and um, it's a great feeling that I was able to get him to perform. I know. For us to be able to share I feel like stage it's, together. It's a long time coming. Yeah, so um I'm excited, so
but I'm nervous. So, uh, with that, well. everybody give TJ some golf claps when he comes out and make him feel good. Anyway, <laughs> but you guys, thank you again for listening to another episode of Lovers Crawl. As always, I am your girl Danny, and I'm your guy TJ. And you know that we fuss, we fight, but, but we, we love. love. Bye. Time to make French toast. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.